Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Shane Riffle. Shane is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. Shane, nice to have you back again. Thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure to see your smiling faces. Here we are. (laughs) There you are. So uh, what's happening at the YMCA? It's I almost said it's January, but it's February now. <laughs> January just flew by. And according to my wife, with, with as cold as it was, it couldn't have gone by any faster. So It, it went quickly, thank goodness. It, it did. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of people inside the YMCA, and spirits are high. Um, some folks might have noticed we had a, a water heater that went out for a few days. And finding parts is tricky sometimes. And then when the part you get and replace breaks... No. To get a replacement part of the replacement. So, but we do have hot water again. So all of you out there listening who had heard that we don't have hot water, we do now. Okay, you good. do. After, okay. After a few days, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We need hot water, especially in temperatures like this, right? Yes. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. 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 Last so, time uh, we talked, I know we were kind of talking about uh, child care. Yeah, a lot bring, of bring us up to date on on what's going on there because I know you're part of a local coalition that's actually working hard on something here in the Lakes area, and the Y is deeply involved. Exactly, you know, uh, uh, Brain Lakes Area Economic Development Corporation, Bladec, as yeah. we friend, kindly refer to them, <laughs> um, just such a great organization. They've been working with the Initiative Foundation, First Children's Finance. We really got our arms wrapped around what the need was, where some of the the gaps. And they've been helping um, the Y and a number of organizations really help us as a community close those gaps. So I think the first and foremost was the availability of child care, whether it's a licensed child care center or a home-based care. There's just not enough capacity there to, to meet the needs. Mm-hmm. And what we know is that families have and, and people have left the workforce because there's not that quality affordable daycare. So... That creates problems with our local economy because we can't find the workforce to provide the services and, you know, do the business that we need. So we've worked with them and uh, looked at a number of different properties. We have a purchase agreement. So we've got the plans to add about 74 to 85, depending on, you know, a few things you might adjust in some of the rooms. But infant and toddler spaces. So those are primarily what the need, where the need lies. So we've got the plans, but the funding was the problem. So we were looking at how might how might we make this happen? And just recently, some folks might have heard that the Crow Wing County, um, with some of the uh, recovery dollars that they've received, they put out an RFP for local businesses and providers to help um, see where they might uh, reduce that gap. And we submitted a proposal, and it was accepted. So mm-hmm. we're receiving a, a good amount of funds to help purchase the property and contribute towards the renovation. Um, And then last time we talked also, there was about a $140,000 deed grant that was awarded. So between Mm -hmm. the two, we are a good ways towards fully funding that project. So fantastic. Lots going on. We hope to close on the property by the end of the month. Yay. Oh, that is coming soon. (laughs) Yeah. And it's Proximity to the Y couldn't be better. It's just right across the street, 703 Oak Street. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a good location for us right there. So we are excited and things are progressing very quickly. Good. Love it. Good. Yeah. 
It won't solve all the problems, but it's a step <laughs> in the right direction, isn't it? Well, that's the thing, right? So many problems are solved not just by one person or one organization. It's a community coming together, and we know we're not the only child care provider. Um, we work closely with the school district. You know, they provide a lot of after-school care, summer camps, so it's really great to work with them. Mm-hmm. And then all of the other licensed care providers as well. Um, we need all of them to be serving as many kids as possible, and when that happens, it's going to be good for everyone, yes. the kids and the businesses. Very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, talk about some other things that are going on at the Y, Shane. Yeah, you know, just big and small, just some things that will make you feel good. The Brainerd Junior JCs recently just built and unveiled a, they call it a little library. So we know that literacy is so important for youngsters, right? Your ability uh, at the third grade is a big indicator on your uh, likelihood to graduate from high school and, and go on to some kind of post-secondary education or trade school or thing like that. So, you know, having access to books is a big part of that. So there's a, they call it the little library. So if you're walking by the Y and, and you need a, a book for your youngster, yeah. just grab one. If you have books that your children have read and you're looking to donate, you can put some books in. So it's kind of an in and out little library. Um, it's very similar to the mini food pantry that we put out, which surprised me. You know, there's the the pop-up truck that, mm-hmm. that's around town. Yes. There's the food pantry. Um, but we, uh, Jess Erickson, her dad actually built it, and it looks just like the little library, but it's right there at the main entry. It's a... Uh, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a mini food pantry. Love it. But there's food stuffs, cereals, canned mm-hmm. food. So anyone in need of something can quickly grab it and take it from there. And it's been a lot of use, which has really surprised me. There's a lot of folks who are walking by and will pick something up. So where there's a need, we, we try to fill it. For the donations, do people need to bring those into the Y first, or can they just put them right in? For this, I would say bring it into bring the Y. We want to check okay. the expiration date, uh, make sure that it's you know suitable to, to go the out there. appropriate books and stuff, okay. Exactly. Um, and then the last thing is we had a, a member, a couple members that donated some money to fund showers for folks who are in between homes or, or homeless um, is the new warming house opened up. Really? Um, yeah. So anyone from the warming house or who's homeless or doesn't have access to a shower can come to the Y and, and take a free shower. We're kind of keeping track of how many we're doing, but it's between you know at least 10 to 20 a week that folks That's are just That's what it's all in. about right there. Yeah. That is it. That is so cool. Yeah. And they're so grateful, you know, even oh for just the little things, just to take a warm shower. And we have towels for them that they can grab a towel and... Nice. So get cleaned up and yeah, have a warm shower. Tess and I were just talking mm-hmm. this morning about all the barriers out there to uh, making your way out of pro- uh, poverty. And there are so many things. And you don't think yeah. about something as simple as that. Yep. You know, maybe you could get a job, but I haven't had a shower in you know a long time. Mm-hmm. That's These are the little things that make a difference, aren't they? Exactly. And then how do – where – there are so many resources, so many people that are trying to do good things. Yep. How do we connect the dots for folks yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. You know, helping them fill out a job application or for even, housing or yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's no simple solution, but no. you're right. Helping people lift themselves yes. mm-hmm. out of poverty 
yes. is, is really the giving and a hand up is what I like to call it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a handout, but when you're empowering someone to take control, you know, gain yeah. an education, then you're giving them a, a hand up instead of a hand or up. Or just give them a hand. That's, you know. A yeah. <laughs> or a hug. A hug right? and a hug. Yeah, we like yeah, those. We all need hugs. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's neat that they did that. Yeah, that is cool. Okay. So, what else is going on? Uh, if you've been on our website, you notice that it's different. So the new website went live in, in January. And just oh. a special thank you to Jess Erickson. She spent a lot of hours with staff going through page by page, link by link to make oh, wow. sure that it's all up to date and accurate. And there's a lot of work that goes into something like, like that, especially with uh, – an organization that's as complex as the YMCA, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, with all of the different sports programs, the membership, classes. the applications, yeah. the classes, there's a lot there, a lot to go through. But it's up and it looks really good. I still need to learn how to make some updates. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jess, if you're You'll listening, learn. we need to reschedule that. <laughs> but, yeah, we're really proud of that. It looks a lot nicer than our other website. Well, to check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, of course, uh, for those that are want to utilize the uh, facilities at the Y, uh, there's a lot of options. And let's talk about some things coming up for kids. Yeah, that's youth sports has been such a bright spot in the last year, two years, especially our partnership with the city of Brainerd. Mm-hmm. So we're making plans for the summer. So even though there's snow on the ground right now, uh, spring will come and summer will come. Thank God. And we're going to... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be offering those sports again. Uh, we'll be at JC's Field. I had a really great meeting with the Parks and Rec Board with the city and, and Katie, the staff. So... Um, we're going to be partnering again this year, awesome. and we'll be doing the soccer, the t-ball, the flag football, uh, also some outdoor basketball skills clinics. Really? Oh, nice. So we'll be adding a little bit of basketball. So um, we hope that folks will give it a try if you haven't before. And then last year, um, if you enjoyed it, come back and, and register again. We hope to have that up and live, um, I would think, within the next three or four weeks. So we'll give folks plenty of time to register for that. And um, just thinking ahead, our meeting that I just mentioned, the the city really is committed to making some improvements. And, and, you know, they're already great parks, but doing some new innovative things that are going to make them even better. So we had some great discussions and hopefully we hear more about about that in the future, and we're looking forward to a really long partnership with the city of Brainerd. And then just like to also mention that um, with the soccer component, mm-hmm. we are uh, a proud partner with the Brainerd Lakes Area Youth Soccer Association, affectionately known as the Brainerd Blast. Yep. <laughs> um, so we work with their coaches, their director of coaching, and their varsity-level players are the ones that are working with the kids directly in the summertime That's and cool. right now with the program. And if you're out there listening, um, summer travel team registration is open. So go to BrainerdBlast.com if you have a young soccer player that's enjoyed our rec programs and is looking for something a little more competitive in the summer. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, okay. a lot of uh, opportunities, and I know your youth basketball is going strong this time of the year. Uh, Dolphins must be getting close to uh, a region or a something tournament here soon. Regionals, double regionals in the state. <laughs> I, I, you can't keep up there so fast. <laughs> they're doing really well. I keep seeing parent Facebook posts about you know all of these records that the kids are breaking. Good. And the cool thing about all the photos is just the smiles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, seeing that community is so 
special and, and Coach Hal and Jessman and, and Megan. Um, they do such a wonderful job with the kids. That's it's just it's its own community, and that's you know one of the heart and soul programs that we have at the Y that's affected so many kids. Yeah. You know, when I first moved here. And I was meeting people. It seemed like everybody had a connection to the dolphins in some way. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, that's just—it's just a great program. Yeah, they, they're regionals and they're gearing up. They'll have the state meet um, not too long from now, and they always make that trek out to, to Iowa yeah. for one of the big meets too. Road yeah. trip. Yeah. Road trip. <laughs> All yeah. right. Meanwhile, if uh, fitness is our goal, you've got a lot of options for us. There are. There are. I was counting the other day uh, how many classes a week we offer, and right now there's about 61. So we're not 100% back up to where we were pre-COVID, but there are a lot of classes offered every week. So depending on what you like, whether it's yoga, kind of a mind-body connection, or more of a dance-type routine, or the strength and cardio which I know you love strength train together. Yeah. Um, there's something for everyone. So the more classes, instructors are coming back. We just re-added Pio Soul Fusion and Dance Sculpt. And then Tara, one of our instructors, just got certified for a bar fusion type class. So oh, wow. um, something new there. And then, you know, this summer, again, we're going to be working with Gull Lake Sailing School. So there'll be fitness classes outside at the Gull Lake Sailing School. Oh, cool. Silver well. sneakers still up and running? So <laughs> they're running. Those they're, folks are they're running. They're doing good. They've sure. they've got their chair and their equipment, and they mm-hmm. are they're uh, they're getting at it. Those guys have a lot of energy. Yeah, that's and awesome. They keep Amanda on her on her toes for sure. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then Shane, let's not forget you mentioned the sailing school, but also uh, Camp Vanasek. Yeah, holy moly! <laughs> There's I don't more. Know where to start with Camp Vanasek? Um, So we've opened up registration, I I think, a bit earlier than we normally do. And just historically, right, four years ago, we were probably serving 60, 70 kids at our summer day camp program, which was at the Y. Then we moved out to Camp Vanasic a couple of years ago, and I think we were were excited. We were doing 120 kids. Then last summer, we built up to, you know, daily, average daily attendance, maybe around 150 to 160. Wow. So every year we add capacity. This year we were hoping for about 180, and on the first day of registration, everything filled up. Stop! Within wow, almost half the day. I, it, it's not shocking because of the program being so wonderful and but the facilities. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. but wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So the good and the bad with that is that we have the demand that people really are excited about summer day camp at Camp Fanatic with the YMCA. Um, but the challenging part is that there's even more of a need, right? So if you're listening, I just want you to know we have a waiting list going on, mm-hmm. and we are committed to doing everything we can to create a summer camp experience um, for your child. So what we're looking at now is how can we maybe drop off at Camp Vanasic, but then do field trips because we're going to have access to the Gull Lake Sailing School. So running field trips, maybe adding another big program-type amenity where we can add a station for the morning because it's really based around space. You know, that pod space, we have about eight cabins. We have some tents. We have Mm -hmm. the waterfront. Um, We need really great things for the kids to do and then space for them to go. So we're working on those details, and please do get on the waiting list. We are going to do everything we can to get your kids involved in in Y Camp. We know you will. Excellent. Yeah. All right. 
If we want to check out your new website, where do we go? BrainerdLakesYMCA.org. Perfect. We can find out more about some of these things we've been talking about right there. Shane, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I'm going to catch my breath now. (laughs) (laughs) Lots to cover. That's okay. A lot of stuff, yeah. All right. Our guest today, Shane Riffle. He is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also pick them up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. Ladies, we know what we want from our birth control. But what about what's in our birth control? That's why I chose the 100% hormone-free Paragard intrauterine copper contraceptive. It's the only birth control that uses just one simple active ingredient to prevent pregnancy over 99% of the time, with no hormones and no daily routines. Paragard is a small IUD that prevents pregnancy for up to 10 years using copper. Ready to get what you want? Talk to your healthcare provider to see if Paragard could be right for you. Don't use if you have a pelvic infection, including PID, get infections easily, certain cancers, Wilson's disease, or a copper allergy. Pregnancy is rare but can be life-threatening and cause infertility or loss of pregnancy. Paragard may attach to or go through the uterus. Tell your healthcare provider if you miss a period, have abdominal pain, or it comes out. At first, periods may become heavier and longer with spotting in between. It won't protect against HIV or STDs. For product information or to learn more, visit Paragard.com.